From Radio K Man's Newsroom, I'm Shanda Gallego with your latest news. After a September spike in COVID 19 related deaths, government goes into more detail in their October COVID bulletin. And it is for this reason that additional information on COVID 19 related deaths has been provided to give the community more information on how COVID 19 deaths are recorded, the medical conditions present in COVID 19 related deaths, which are known to have a higher mortality, and those medical conditions which are unlikely to have affected the outcome. Health Minister, the Honorable Sabrina Turner, tells Radio Cayman government surveillance of all COVID 19 deaths takes the lead from the United Kingdom, which is any death in which the patient had a positive COVID-19 result in the 28 days prior to their passing. During the pandemic, there have been 36 deaths which meet this definition. The bulletin stresses that individuals who have been reported as COVID-19 deaths often had other medical conditions, some of which mean the patient is more likely to have a severe infection if they contract COVID-19. In terms of general cases, as of November 1st, Cayman has seen the number of cases fall since the summer. Ten patients were admitted for treatment in October, a 56% drop from the 22 in September. There was one COVID-19 death reported last month. In the meantime, the COVID-19 autumn booster has been available in the Cayman Islands for priority risk groups. So far, public health says 285 individuals have received their autumn booster. As of this month, the booster is being rolled out to everyone 18 and older. You can find a full list of upcoming booster clinics under community events at radiocayman.gov.ky. A bill for an act to amend the Utility Regulation and Competition Act 2021 revision is released by the Cayman Islands government. This report now from Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Solins. The Utility Regulation and Competition Act 2021 revision in this act, referred to as the Principal Act, is amended by inserting after the definition of the words Chief Fuels Inspector the following definition, Chief Officer, meaning the person appointed pursuant to the Public Service Management Act as Chief Officer in the Ministry with responsibility for the office. Amendments have been made for the structure of board. The board will consist of 11 individuals being the chair, nine non-executive members, and the Chief Executive Officer as an ex-officio executive member. For the appointment of non-executive members, reappointment of non-executive members, and resignation, the amendment removes the words cabinet secretary from the principal act and substitutes with the words chief officer. For procedure and meetings, the principal act is amended by deleting the words the executive directors and chief fuels inspector. The risk and audit subcommittee receives amendments by inserting after the words the office shall appoint the chairperson, the words from among the members, and by deleting the words a member or. The amendment of section 110 indemnity is that the principal act is amended in section by deleting the words negligence or. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins. Lawmakers are set to debate a new bill that will pave the way for legalized music and dancing on Sundays for certain businesses. Government has gazetted the Music and Dancing Control Amendment Bill, which, if passed, will change the prescribed conditions in relation to dancing and music at certain premises on specified days. The changes will allow dancing and the playing of music at standalone retail bars and on seagoing vessels on Sunday, subject to prescribed conditions. The reasoning? The bill seeks to balance commercial opportunities available to local businesses while not being unduly disturbing or creating a nuisance. Four men appear before the court this week answering to charges of importation of ganja. This after their vessel was intercepted. 
Here's Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin with more. Police report that while on patrol shortly after 12 a.m. on November 5th, the Cayman Islands Coast Guard crew spotted a fishing canoe-type vessel making its way to the northern coastline of West Bay. Upon seeing the Coast Guard vessel, the canoe-type vessel attempted to avoid the officers but was soon stopped and brought under control. Police say an initial search of the vessel revealed the presence of several large packages containing suspected ganja totaling over 500 pounds. The three men aboard the vessel were Jamaica National, ages 35, 42, and 57. They were arrested on suspicion of importation of ganja. Searches of the shore in the vicinity were conducted by RCIPS officers. They discovered a fourth man, a 40-year-old of West Bay, who was in possession of several fuel drums. He was arrested on suspicion of being concerned in the importation of ganja. All four men have been charged with being concerned with the importation of ganja and appeared in court on Monday, November 7th. The Jamaica nationals were remanded in custody, while the West Bay man has been granted bail pending further appearances by all four men on December 6th. Reporting for Radio K-Man News, I'm Dion Anglin. In other local news, glass will no longer be accepted at any of Department of Environmental Health's recycling depots. The DEH says it's their stakeholders' decision to discontinue the processing of this material. In a statement, DEH Director Richard Sims says we collect the glass deposited in our depots by residents and transported this material to our stakeholders' glass-crushing facility. Over the years, he says, we have worked in partnership with DART in the processing of glass for recycling. The statement goes on to say that they are seeking alternative arrangements to the recycling of glass. The DEH currently doesn't have the facilities to carry out this processing. As a result, the DEH recycling program will no longer accept glass for recycling. Glass will have to be disposed of instead of crushed for reuse. The public is advised to incorporate these materials in their regular garbage for collection until further notice. Speaking of recycling, there was a reduction in most of the processing done in the Cayman Islands last year. Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller brings us more information from the recently released 2021 Compendium of Statistics. According to the Economics and Statistics Office, 8 out of 10 recycling indicators fell in 2021. Processing of contaminated used oils dipped from 6,500 in 2020 to just under 5,600 gallons in 2021. Major drop in uncontaminated used oils was seen from more than 81,000 gallons in 2020 to about 46,000 last year. Processed recyclable used batteries fell from 29 to 24 tons, recyclable plastic from 56 to 29 tons, aluminum products from 28 to 20 tons, and glass bottles from 382 tons in 2020 to 380 even last year. Back in 2020, crews collected almost 2,800 tons of recyclable products last year, but that fell by nearly half to about 1,500 tons, the lowest since 2017. The DEH processed 1,367 derelict cars last year. That's almost 1,100 less than in 2020. Two areas did increase. The processing of recyclable paper products jumped dramatically from 3 to 19 tons last year, and the processing of used cooking oil from more than 2,300 gallons to almost 4,100 gallons in 2021. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Carsley Fuller. And Carsley isn't the only one with some statistics. Radio Cayman's Paula Cal has a breakdown of education in the Cayman Islands in 2021. Enrollment was up in Grand Cayman's early childhood care and education centers last year, growing from just over 1,700 in 2020 to more than 2,000 across private and public institutions in 2021. 
Looking at primary and secondary education, almost 9,000 students were enrolled in local schools, the largest number recorded in the past five years. More than 1,700 of those were enrolled in government schools, about 4,000 across private institutions. About 4,500 are in primary school, with just over 4,400 in secondary school. At the tertiary level, 184 students were pursuing their bachelor's degree last year, up from 163 in 2020. Associate degree enrollment also increased, jumping from 785 to 886 in 2021. There were 539 students studying higher education overseas on Education Council scholarships, down from 542 in 2020. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Paul Akal. You can find the full 2021 compendium of statistics online at eso.ky. And to leave you with this one, the Cayman Islands Tourism Association, CITA, says its most notable culinary event, Restaurant Month, sees its largest restaurant month to date, with a total of 37 participating restaurants from across the island collectively offering over 55 menus for lunch, dinner, and signature brunches. Speaking to Radio Cayman News, Executive Director of CITA, Jay Earhart, says that the association is proud to see how successful this year's event was at showcasing the local food and beverage sector. Restaurant Month is a unique event that takes the best that Cayman's culinary scene has to offer by allowing residents and visitors to get a proper taste of the vast flavors, talent, and culinary artistry that can be found right here in the Cayman Islands. Mr. Earhart says one of the primary goals of Restaurant Month is to support local restaurants and generate an influx of returning customers by spotlighting these businesses and the high caliber of food and service they offer. There was certainly an extra buzz around Restaurant Month this year, especially with our borders open again. And I truly commend the efforts of the restaurants, culinary teams, sponsors, and our patrons for making this year's event a tremendous success. The Honorable Catherine Ebanks Wilkes, MP and Parliamentary Secretary for the Ministry of Financial Services and Commerce, described Restaurant Month as both an opportunity to support local businesses and to demonstrate to the rest of the world the strength of our commercial infrastructure. That is your latest local news from Radio Cayman's Newsroom. I'm Shanda Gallego.